Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. From a Herndon man admitting he'd shot someone stabbing his wife. I'm Megan Cloherty. Metro making some late night rail service cuts will tell you what to expect starting Monday night. Where one part of our area stands as youth overdoses across the region rise. I'm Scott Gelman. You just got a new puppy? Now what? I'm Kate Ryan. It was a down day on Wall Street wrapping your business week. The Dow was down 337 at the Friday close. NASDAQ down 195. S&P slipped 42. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Aaron Rubin in New York. Snow, rain, and even blizzard warnings in California. KCBS's Matt Bigler is in Berkeley. Only an inch of snow in the hills around the San Francisco Bay Area brought some traffic to a halt. As unprepared commuters were slipping and sliding and blocking roadways. I was going to try to turn around, but my car is stuck. I'm stuck right here. Natalie is a caregiver who never thought she'd see snow in this part of California. This is crazy. This is unreal. I feel like I'm in a movie. (laughs) This is the most snow the region has had in over 20 years. Matt Bigler for CBS News, Berkeley, California. A year after the start of the war, the Pentagon is committing more military aid to Ukraine. CBS's Willie James Amon reports from Washington. The U.S. announced a new $2 billion security assistance package. That includes more ammunition and small high-tech drones, as well as another round of sanctions on Russian companies, banks, and people. For more immediate help, Poland delivered the first batch of German-made Leopard tanks. While Russia's ally China called for a ceasefire and laid out a 12-point peace plan. In a South Carolina courtroom, Alec Murdoch was cross-examined by prosecutor Creighton Waters. Our Nikki Batiste was there. Showing cell phone records, Waters points out Murdoch's cell phone, which was recording his steps, became very active 13 minutes after prosecutors say his wife and son's phones locked for the final time. What were you so busy doing? That's- Going to the bathroom? No, I don't, I don't think that I... Get on a treadmill? The bathroom. No, I didn't get on a treadmill. Jogging place? No, I didn't jog in No, sir, I did not do jumping yet. During that time, Murdahl also made several phone calls, something the prosecution says was intentional. Is it COVID or the flu? For the first time, the FDA has okayed a combo test for both viruses. CBS's Alexander Tan reports. And what the FDA calls a major milestone in broadening access to diagnostic testing at home, the regulator says it has green-lighted Lucera's combination COVID and flu testing kit. That marks the first time that Americans will be able to diagnose infections from either COVID as well as influenza A at home with a single swab. President Biden has yet to announce if he's running again, but in an Associated Press interview, First Lady Jill Biden has left little doubt. She said there's pretty much nothing left to do but figure out the time and the place to announce. Mr. Biden would be 86 at the end of a second term. This is CBS News. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD. WTOP at 403. 
It's Saturday morning, February 25th. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Finally, enjoy. We're looking at a cloudy, cold day, chance of snow, sleet, and rain in the next few hours. Nothing much of accumulation. The highs fall into the 30s and 40s. You're waking up to 45 right now. Had a good weekend Saturday morning to you. Glad you're sharing the part this early part of it with us here at WTLP. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. We begin with an update this morning to that double murder inside a Herndon home on Friday morning. Fairfax County Police are now this weekend investigating what they say is the sequence of events that led one man to stab a woman, then that woman's husband to shoot the man attacking his wife. At 7.49 a.m., the first 911 call from the home on Stable Brook Way was a hang-up. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says 13 minutes later, the second 911 call came in from the family's au pair's cell phone. The husband tells the 911 call taker that he just shot a man inside of his home and that the man who he had just shot had stabbed his wife. 37-year-old Christine Banfield died at the hospital. 39-year-old Joseph Nathan Ryan of Springfield died inside the house. Police say there was no sign of forced entry into the home, and Davis says the father is not speaking with investigators. There was a four-year-old child inside the home. Uh, she is unharmed. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.04, a major legal update to another story this morning of the mother of a Naval Academy football player who was killed, you may remember, after being hit by a stray bullet as she sat peacefully on the patio of an Annapolis hotel locally in the summer of 2021. Angelo Herod, the man found guilty in this case of murder, was sentenced to life this week on Friday. 57-year-old Michelle Cummings was in town that time from Houston celebrating the Naval Academy's induction day for her son, Trey. Now, her daughter, Jordan, spoke outside the courthouse Friday after Herod's uh, verdict was actually read. A lot of things trigger me as far as just seeing a gun, seeing a gun, um, a picture of a gun, or just even being out here in Annapolis. It's just very triggering for me because I know every time I come out here, all I can think about is my mom. Harriet is from Annapolis and was convicted in the killing late last year. The issues of transportation this morning. Heads up this weekend. Prepare for Monday. This when you thought the rail service on Metro was uh, sort of getting back to normal. They're announcing now some weeknight cuts starting next week. Rail service, we're told, will be reduced on four different lines for late-night track maintenance starting on Monday, this coming, at 10 p.m. Trains will single track between, heads up, Foggy Bottom and Arlington Cemetery on the Blue Line and Blue Plus Lines and the Foggy Bottom and Boston on the Orange and Silver Lines. Now, what they say here is the work will happen after 10 p.m., Monday through Thursday, for the next three weeks. Wait times, keep this in mind, too, we're told we'll go up to 26 minutes at least on every line just mentioned for that three-week period. There is a significant jump in local teen overdoses in parts of our, and also in parts nationwide. It's a trend, but locally it's hit home recently kind of hard. There were 13 deadly opioid overdoses involving people 18 and younger in Northern Virginia last year, the most in the last six years. That's according to preliminary data from the state's Department of Health. Dr. Sulman Mirza is a child and adolescent psychiatrist at the Inova Keller Center. When they went on to that next grade, they were expected to be as if everything was fine and they really could have coped with that. He says the pandemic played a role in the increase of overdoses. A lot of these kids will then out of boredom, experimenting, kind of a release from their emotional pain, they'll kind of go into substances. His advice? Know that there is help. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Montgomery and Arlington school leaders say this morning they're seeing a spike in overdoses right now. In other news, you'll be glad to know that Maryland will have a first puppy. 
Governor Wes Moore is bringing a rescue animal to Government House in Annapolis. It was a match made in Annapolis. Governor Wes Moore and his family are adopting Tucker, a Shih Tzu poodle mix from the Maryland SPCA. Executive Director Jim Pierce described the first meeting. Everyone got along well, and we're very happy to report that uh, they fell in love with each other. So how did they know they had a match for Moore's children, Mia and James? It's usually pretty easy to tell. You know, wiggly butts and, you know, happy licks, and it was very easy to, to tell that. You know, they they fell in love with each other pretty quickly. Pierce said Tucker is between five and six months old and is sweet, affectionate, and now adopted. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's Saturday, February 25th. It's the weekend, everybody. Welcome in 408 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Yeah, of course, we're watching the outer loop of the Beltway. The accident scene did happen after Arena Drive on your approach towards 202. It seems that the far left-hand side of the roadway is still blocked off. Listener said that just a far right lane was all that's getting by. However, looking at the camera now, it seems that at least two lanes over on the right-hand side are getting by. Camera's a little bit pulled away, so I can just make out what's going on over there. The point is, if you're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, that's northbound, headed past Arena Drive, be ready to move over to the right-hand side of the roadway so that uh, uh, you you get by easily. (laughs) If you're headed on 50, no issues towards 295 295 in either direction, also looking great. Southeast Southwest Freeway's up to speed and no issues across the 14th Street Bridge if you're coming down into Virginia. Now, if you're on 395 southbound, the accident scene did happen there just before Duke Street. They are still out there, still blocking two right lanes. You're going to want to stay to the far left-hand side to get by. No delays because of this. Now, if this were to happen at, I don't know, 4.30 in the afternoon during rush hour, yeah, this would be a mess. But thankfully, only a few uh, vehicles on the roadway right now as you head past the incident. You should make excellent time. Now, westbound side of Braddock Road, I was talking about it all night. Braddock Road was closed for several hours near the Fairfax County Parkway. It was a very serious accident scene through that area. Area. As of now, Fairfax County Police says that all lanes have reopened. In the off chance that there are still some emergency vehicles in the area, do remember to be extra careful. Uh, 66, bunch of work zones, of course, as expected. Westbound after Route 7, you'll find them over on the right-hand side of the roadway. Then as you make your way past Route 50, just a single right lane is what's getting you by. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. We've got some snow making its way our way. It's not a lot, but it will be snowing over the course of the next couple of hours here, especially after about 8 o'clock, right on through about 1 or 2 in the afternoon. Could see some minor accumulation on grassy surfaces, nothing big, and most of the roads should be just fine, but give yourself a little bit of extra time on those roadways. Temperatures only in the low to mid-30s. As you make your way into the day on Sunday, sunshine, high temperatures in the upper 50s to around 60 in spots. Monday, more rain to come in with cooler temperatures again as well. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, uh, around the region, we're looking at 33 in Chantilly, 36 pin quarter, 35 in Columbia. It is 35 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. This check in the 4 a.m. hour brought to you this morning, Saturday, by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. In the minutes ahead on WTLP, this 4 a.m. hour for you. Pet owners being reminded to not put their pets through x-ray machines at airports. I'm Nick Ainelli. So somebody has to remind you of that. That's next. It's 411. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. 
At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Are the humanities endangered subjects? That is the fear, apparently, this week of some educators after Marymount University chose to phase out certain programs, majors, including English and history, we're told. Now, the Board of Trustees on this was unanimous, saying students are not really interested in pursuing them. The Washington Post reports this week a university spokesman calls it a watershed moment for the Arlington Catholic School as it tries right now to get growing enrollment and revenue and figure out what to do. Marymount claims that students are more interested, they see, in degrees that will get them good jobs and salaries, while certain subjects will no longer be offered as majors. University does stress that the coursework will remain as part of its core curriculum. When you do that, be nicer to your pets at airport security. The message from the TSA this weekend. Too many people are leaving their pet in the carrying case. Lisa Farbstein with the TSA says airline passengers with small pets in carrying cases often put the case through a security checkpoint x-ray machine with the pets still inside. I think that what we're seeing is people who are not experienced travelers when traveling with their own pet. And I think that it's an honest mistake. She reminds passengers to remove their pet from the case, put the case through the x-ray machine, then carry or walk their pet through a metal detector. The x-ray machine is a scary place for pets, plus it's unnecessary radiation. At Dulles International Airport, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In health news this morning, is it COVID or the flu? For the first time, the FDA Food and Drug Administration has green-lighted a combo test for both viruses, as we hear from CBS reporter Alexander Chen this morning. In what the FDA calls a major milestone in broadening access to diagnostic testing at home, the regulator says it has green-lighted Lucera's combination COVID and flu testing kit. That marks the first time that Americans will be able to diagnose infections from either COVID as well as influenza A at home with a single swab. Data gathered by Lucera suggests their kit is highly accurate, correct? spotting more than 90% of flu A samples and 88% of COVID samples in their study. The Food and Drug Administration pledging to reset the agency's tobacco program. The head of the FDA's tobacco center has promised to deliver a five-year strategic plan by year's end, outlining the FDA's priorities. The agency is responding to criticisms that its mission has been hampered by a lack of direction. The announcement comes as the tobacco center is besieged by criticism for its handling of both traditional tobacco products and newer vaping devices. I'm Shelley Antler. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son, so Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, February 25th. The weekend's here, everybody. We've made it. Enjoy 415 at Rupster. The Wizards opened the second half of their season by blowing a 19-point first-half lead over the New York Knicks in what ended up a 115-109 loss. The former Nick, Kristaps Porzingis, was the face of that change in fortune, scoring 19 of his team-high 23 points in the first half. What happened after halftime, Wes Sunsell Jr.? I think the level of physicality, they started to cross-match a little bit, put a smaller guy on them so they could switch. Uh, they kind of bottled him up a little bit. He took uh, a little fall, and I thought that kind of took some starch out of him as well. Then he went down, kind of rolled into him. So he's kind of working through that as well. That and the Wiz had no answer for Julius Randle, who matched his career high of 46 points to join teammate Jalen Brunson as the first pair of Knicks to each have three 40-point games in a season. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won a 76-74 thriller at number 16 Ohio State, led by Abby Myers, game-high 24 points on 11 of 15 shooting. The Terps end the regular season winners of six straights and 11 of 12. They can clinch the two-seed in the Big Ten tournament, with an Iowa loss to conference-leading Indiana Sunday. On the men's side, VCU and James Madison each won by double digits. Here's a free correct answer at your next trivia night. As MLB implements new rules this season, the first player to commit a pitch clock violation is former Oriole Manny Machado getting docked a strike in the Padres' spring game against the Mariners after not getting set and facing former Nationals pitcher Robbie Ray within eight seconds. To his credit, Machado rebounded well. He had a single on the first pitch thrown. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Robert. As always, 416 Saturday morning on WTOP. Glad you're with me. This is WTOP News. A new bank rate survey has a warning for consumers everywhere this morning. Prepare for a financial emergency when you can. Nearly half of millennials and Generation X consumers surveyed in this reported credit card balances greater than their savings or emergency funds. This morning, Daniel Divazé, a reporter for The Hill, tells WTLP that there are steps one can take to create an emergency fund. Open a savings account that is just for emergencies. Don't mess with it except for putting money into it, separate from the other accounts. And then set a realistic monthly budget for saving. Uh, think about an automatic monthly transfer into that new account that you have that's for your savings. And it takes some discipline, but it's not all that hard to do, even now with high inflation and high interest rates. And he says that cutting down on credit card debt can help you actually navigate other financial challenges that may pop up. The top stories we're following for you this weekend, Saturday morning on WTOP. New details about the 911 call Friday leading to police to a Herndon home where a man and woman were found dead. The government wants to limit telehealth prescription for certain addictive medications and painkillers. And the United States is now implementing new sanctions against Russia and providing almost $10 billion to help Ukraine meet the critical needs of its citizens. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Where the time now is 4.18 on Saturday morning. Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Very good morning, Dean. Looks like the accident scene on the outer loop of the Beltway in Maryland is definitely still out there after Arena Drive. Sounds like they still have the uh, far left-hand side of the roadway still blocked. However, just looking at the camera here, it looks like you may have a few more lanes available to you. Mind you, they are still blocking the left-hand side of the roadway, so just stay over to the far right-hand side if you could. So far, DC 295... Completely up to speed. No issues to report right now. 
Southeast Southwest Freeway has been quiet for the last couple hours. However, I am seeing a few emergency vehicles make their way on the westbound side of 395 just after the 3rd Street Tunnel on their approach towards the 14th Street Bridge. I don't see an accident seen in their path, but watch out for them. If you see them in your rear views, be sure to give them room to get where they're going. 301, it sounds like there is an accident seen just before you get down towards the Harry Nice Bridge, so just be aware of that one. No delays because of it. Just follow any direction as you make your way. Down in Virginia, I-95 looks good from Fred all the way up towards the Springfield Interchange. 66, there's no delays to be seen anywhere, basically. It's a straight shot between the 81 corridor and down towards the Beltway. However, along that route, you are going to see a couple of work zones. Basically, between Manassas and the Beltway you're gonna, is where you're going to see the majority of them. Westbound side near 50, for example, just a single right lane getting by. Same story after the Manassas rest area. And the ramp from westbound 66 to southbound 28 should be completely blocked off. Now, the Dulles Toll Road or the Access Road, doesn't matter, both of them, if you're headed eastbound, they cannot access northbound 495. You cannot get onto the inner loop of the Beltway from the Dulles Toll Road if you're headed eastbound. However, there are a few workarounds. My suggestion to you would be to go ahead and take Route 7. You can make your way through Tyson's. You can either take 123 or 7 all the way over towards the Beltway. Either way works. Uh, just depends on uh, if you want to add an extra two or three minutes. <laughs> Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the snow, making its way our way. Should be here in the next couple of hours, most likely by around 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, right on through the early afternoon. And we could pick up a minor accumulation of snow on some grassy surfaces. I do think most of the road should be okay, but heads up on bridges and overpasses. That would be the only place that we could see some issues. Temperatures only in the low to mid-30s during the day, so a much colder day than we've seen lately and really one of the colder days we've seen this winter. As we make our way through the afternoon, snow coming to an end, and if we get any sunshine, any of that snow should begin to melt. But once again, maybe a little bit of accumulation on some grassy surfaces. As we make our way into Sunday, plenty of sunshine, high temperatures in the upper 50s. Monday, we'll see rain move back in, especially later in the day. Some of that could be on the heavier side. High temperatures only in the upper 40s to around 50. Tuesday, going 62. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. 34 degrees, you're waking up this very early 4 a.m. hour at Felt Be- Fort Belvoir. 36 foggy bottom as well in Silver Spring, a degree cooler. We're at 35 in our nation's capital this 4 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, February 25th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This latest check brought to you on WTOP by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. In the minutes ahead, this half hour on WTOP. What we know about the man arrested for stealing a car and triggering an Amber Alert. In Bladensburg, I'm John Doman. 421 Saturday morning. Good morning. At the YMCA, finding your why starts by making an impact together, touching lives for the better. It can be the gift of time or treasure, supporting a community through talent without measure. Here, compassion fuels commitment, finding fulfillment through enrichment, serving and improving. What a way to live and what a gift it is to give. Find your why and get involved today at YMCA.org for a better life. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. This is WTOP News. The man who was shot and killed by police near Tyson's Corner Center locally Wednesday night this week was apparently unarmed. Fairfax County Police confirmed this morning they did not recover any weapons at the scene after searching the grounds around the mall where two officers chased 37-year-old Timothy McCree Johnson. 
Now, Police Chief Kevin Davis on this issue did not describe the circumstances this week that led to the officers to fire shots on the D.C. man who was suspected at the time of stealing designer sunglasses from a Nordstrom. Both officers assigned to the Tyson's Urban Unit are this morning on administrative leave. Now, we turn to a follow-up this Saturday morning to an Amber Alert this week in which a car was stolen from a convenience store with a three-year-old child at the time in the back seat in Prince George's County. First, the child was found safe. Then, a suspect was arrested. About two hours after the car was stolen, it was found here around the intersection of Farragut Street and Edmonston Road in the Bladensburg area. A few minutes later, police arrested 18-year-old Ariel Florentino Galeas at his home about a mile and a half away from here. Florentino Galeas is charged with kidnapping. Kidnapping of a child, reckless endangerment, and more. Police descended on this area after a vehicle involved in a hit and run a few blocks away from here matched the description of the stolen car. He's behind bars without bond right now with a bond hearing scheduled for Monday afternoon. In Bladensburg, John Dome in WTOP News. Alec Murdoch takes the stand again in his double murder trial this week. The former South Carolina attorney is accused of killing his wife and youngest son to gain sympathy and buy time to cover up his financial crime. CBS correspondent Nikki Batiste. Showing cell phone records. Waters points out Murdoch's cell phone, which was recording his steps, became very active 13 minutes after prosecutors say his wife and son's phones locked for the final time. What were you so busy doing? Going to the bathroom? No, I don't, I don't think that I get on a treadmill. Bathroom. No, I didn't get on a treadmill. Jog in place? No, I didn't jog in place. No, sir, I did not do jumping jacks. During that time, Murdahl also made several phone calls, something the prosecution says was intentional. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Good Saturday morning. The weekend's here. February 25th. Enjoy. 425 on WTOP. Welcome in. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Expectations are growing on Wall Street that the Fed has a long way to go before it's done raising interest rates. Those fears sent stocks to another loss ahead of the weekend. Dow Industrials fell 337. The S&P lost 42. The Nasdaq dropped 195. Inflation, as measured by the Fed's preferred indicator, ran hotter than expected in January. 5.4% at an annual rate. And with prices climbing, we spent more. Consumer spending jumped more than 1%. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers thinks the economy may be headed off a cliff. Despite current strength, he sees signs of trouble ahead. Firms are reporting concerns about their order books. The business sector has a lot of people on hand, and consumer savings are being uh, depleted. Summers appeared on Bloomberg Television's Wall Street Week. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD.
WTOP, Dean Lane. Your friends, family, and co-workers and meet at Walk 